0: You're listening to episode 28 of the bookcast for Dwell, an Advent Study and Liturgy. This bookcast has been designed to give you another way to engage with the content of the book. Hi, my name is Rachel Farenbach. I'm the author of Dwell and your host here in these episodes. Today we're gonna to continue in week four with day five as we dwell on the theme of sacrificial love. When humanity chose to pursue their selfish desires instead of trusting their creator, God sacrificially dwelled with humanity as the Messiah, atoning for our sins with his blood. When the time was right, the Anointed One died for all of us who were far from God, powerless and weak. Romans five six Voice Translation It shouldn't have been necessary for God to take on the role of both creator and image-bearer. His original design and desire was to share the joy of caring for his abundant provision— For this purpose, he created a cosmic tabernacle, a place where heaven and earth met in sacred harmony. He designed Adam and Eve to serve as his priestly representatives, ruling and stewarding alongside of him in the Garden Kingdom. Of course, Adam and Eve made a mess of things, but God, even when humanity rebelled against his commands and trusted their own wisdom, continued to make a way to dwell with his image bearers, again and again. Dwelling with humanity as the Messiah was always the plan. It is tempting to read the narrative of the Bible as if God forgave sins one way, through sacrifices at the temple, and then a different way, through Jesus' death. But I hope as we have moved through these last few weeks, you have begun to see how God has always treated humanity's sinful disobedience the same way, with mercy, grace, compassion, forgiveness, and sacrifice. I also hope you have begun to see that redemption is concerned with negating the claim of ownership by another, sin, and restoring identity as an image-bearer of God, while reconciliation focuses on restoring purpose, dwelling with God as a co-ruler. He did it for Adam and Eve in the garden. Even though they broke the terms of their covenant with God, he forgives them. He then provides for their needs physically. He clothes them. And spiritually, he shares his plan for redemption and sends them out of Eden, knowing that it will cost him everything and them nothing. He did it again for Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and their descendants. He forgave their sins out of his loyal love and merciful character. In the waiting for his redemptive plan, he made a way for reconciliation through trusting God's promises and obeying his commands, including animal sacrifices. Within that reconciliation, humanity, specifically Israel, was invited to dwell with God and co-steward with him. Israel was invited to be his priestly representatives like, like Adam and Eve. Once again, it would cost God everything, his pending redemptive plan, and humanity nothing. The animal was sacrificed as a representation of God's ultimate sacrifice, not their sacrifice. Humanity believed and trusted, but it cost them nothing holy and good to do so. True reconciliation requires sacrifice by the offender to make things right with the offended for what they lost and the assurance that the offense will not happen again. The forgiveness of sins has always depended on the merciful and gracious character of God. The redemption of humanity has always depended on God's loyal love of his creation. But true and lasting reconciliation required a sacrifice from the offender, humanity, that would right the wrong, sinful disobedience, committed against the offended, God, with an assurance the offense, sinful disobedience would never happen again. No matter how many times an individual, a priest, or a king offered a sacrifice on behalf of themselves and of the people to bring about reconciliation, it could not make a lasting impact because there was no accompanying assurance that the offense would never happen again. On their own, the image bearers could never offer that assurance, because sin had corrupted their ability to faithfully obey the creator. So God became and accomplished that which we did not have and could not offer, the sacrifice of our sinless life. He became both creator and created image bearer, the offended and the offender, son of God and son of man. He also became the king and the suffering servant, the redeemer and the ransom, the mediator and the settlement agreement, the high priest and the sacrifice, the intercessor and the restitution. We are God's people, the sheep of his pasture, and he loves us. He desires to be reunited with us. He took all of these roles obediently to the cross and there exercised his kingly right to redeem his kingdom. But in a plot twist, he does so in order to share the rulership of his abundant provision with his image bearers. Through the Messiah's loving sacrifice, Humanity was redeemed and offered an everlasting reconciliation. Thank you for joining me today as we dwelled on the theme of sacrificial love. Join me here tomorrow as we continue to dwell with God this Advent season.